Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning. Hey, you guys. Thanks for joining us. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Holly Roberts with us for hour one as well. Oh, man, guys. We got some sunshine. Yay! 55 today. Mid 50s. This is great. We'll be good. We're going to be fine. Don't worry about it. You know what I was happy about? The only thing my concern was ultimately your trees. Trees, plants. Is was the weird snow, and now we're going to have at least, according to my forecast, multiple days where we dip below freezing this week as our overnight lows. So Uh-oh. I was like, is that a problem for budding plants and flowers? I guess Larry Farr from uh, Maddie Belanger yesterday from Five Eyewitness News, he texted Larry Farr, Channel Five's outdoor guy, and said, "Hey, well, how are we going to do here? How are the plants going to be?" He said, "Everything's going to be fine." Okay. Everything's going to be fine. Good to know. I hope I didn't accidentally turn the water on outside. At your home or at your cabin? At my home. Well, that's easier to fix than at the cabin. Right. Good point. No, I I always... Optimism. I always turn the water off at the cabin, even in the summer. What, every time you leave? Every single time. Oh, sure. That makes sense. Good, Good thinking. Get in the habit, you know. What is it like to have to deal with multiple properties, Donna? Many of us are what they are known as single property people, SPPs. You know how people Some of say... us are known as renters. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they say the grass is always greener on the other side? I do. Yeah, it's that. So it's not as awesome <laughs> as it sounds on Correct. paper. Okay. You know what? I, I will just put out a warning. If you're ever thinking about getting a cabin... You know, you don't go up there and it's vacation every time you go up there. You go up there and it's work every time. Mm. You know, if you have friends, it's their vacation, sure. you know, with you. But you still got to do all the work. But you're The whole time you're apologizing about the water heater. And then you're like, and just so you know, this remote <laughs> operates that TV, but not the other television. Here's the key to the shed if you need those lawn chairs. Right. Yeah, you're running a bed and breakfast. Without getting paid. That's correct. <laughs> I just let people go up. By the way, all right, now I have to tell you my faucet story really quick, okay? Now it's 9.06. Okay. We're, th- we're, we're six minutes into the show. You want to go faucet? I want to go you, faucet just because you, we're talking water already. Okay? <laughs> water was the gateway. All right, go ahead. So I have one of those faucets in my bathroom that is just one handle. One handle, you lift it up, and it brings you water. If you yes. If you... You know, aim it a little towards the left, you get cold. Towards the right, you get hot. Okay? Sure. That thing broke while the water was running. Oh, no. And I was freaking out. It was just before bed on Sunday night. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. I can't. I went and got pliers. I was trying everything to get this thing to shut off, and it wouldn't shut off. And I'm like, I got to turn the water off. Right. So I go downstairs, I go to the circuit breaker, I turn the water off there, I go to the basement to what I think is shutting the water off to my house. I still don't know for sure. Sure. 
but it turned the water off. So my water was off. Now I'm like, oh, no, I have a roommate and he gets in the shower at 6 a.m. I didn't plan on getting up until 620 this particular morning. So I send him a text before bed that surely he wouldn't get till morning. And I'm like, hey, I had to shut the water off. I'm just at my wits end. It's just one thing after another. And um, so in the morning he called me and he's like, hey. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Okay. Go back downstairs. Turn that. So right now, yesterday I went and bought a faucet. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Just gonna. I'm certainly not going to hire a plumber. You're not to put just to put a faucet in. Okay. Well, the other option is you put it in. Yeah, get on YouTube, Donna. That's what I was thinking. Either that or looking for friends to step up to help Deval. Hey, you stay you gotta- out your cabin. Help Yo, help deval that's out. That's right. Uh huh. What about one Thanks, of these freeloading Holly. friends that you have? Find a guy like do you know a guy named Kent or Brad? Guys who would probably know how to fix the faucet yeah, situation. I think I got somebody. What about freaking Ted with his lawn? Doesn't he know how to do anything with plumbing? I'm not gonna have Ted come over. Why? I'm just not. Now, Are you on the outs with Ted? Brandon, maybe. Um, oh. No, but Ted's got a lot going on. All right. Ted's Sorry that you're gent. dealing with that. Thanks, Steve. What are you that dealing is a with? Um, well, it, it was funny. I, I run downstairs right before. So my um, wife is involved in something on Monday and Tuesday mornings for a group that she leads. And so she needed to get out the door. I need to get up here to radio. So I'm doing last minute things. I run downstairs and I'm like, oh, where's my phone exactly? I go down and then the contractor who's working on finishing a guest room in our basement says, hey, can I see you real quick? I just have a quick question. I said, you know, I might have to tap out and uh, have my wife come in and do this. I got to be on the air in a few minutes. And he said, oh, it's not going to take long at all. But then he takes me into the room and he says, so, you know, it's it's like an episode of Property Brothers. Um, there's a beam, you know, those support beams? Yeah. Load bearing. He said, we have a choice whether we want to keep the roof down in this portion, the ceiling down in this portion as low as that beam, or if you want it to be high ceiling and then it comes down for the support beam and then goes back high. Relatively minor decision, but then we start quickly, as time is ticking, working through, oh, well, wait a minute, how big is the mirror going to be? And actually, we have too big of a mirror for this wall anyway, plus we need vanity lights above that portion of the mirror. You know what? I think we need to do this, but I wasn't totally comfortable making that final decision. I come upstairs, like ships passing in the night, Lou is going downstairs, Dev in hand, rushing to get into the car because she has to check the rest of her group in for this thing that she leads. She's not there. The thing can't start, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, bad news. You need to go downstairs and talk to the contractors real quick. And she's like, I have no time. I'm already late. I got to go. And I said, well, just haul her down the stairs. Do what he said. I don't know where things are left. I haven't spoken to her since we crossed on the stairways, but the future height of the ceiling in our bathroom will depend on how that all went wow you left out a big portion of the story which to me did would I? have been oh did i how much more is that going to cost me to oh, change gonna, the ceiling it's not going to cost. it's not a change it's just like hey we haven't talked to you about this there's a beam here so it's not like the property brothers change where they're like hey we found out that your entire house is filled with mold right. and all of your wood is rotting wow and unfortunately this is going to cost you thirty thousand dollars wasn't Ooh, like that, that just stressed me out Woo. Yeah. Oh, oh, and don't even get me started on stain. 
No, you know, I don't want to stain talk about colors. It. Don't it stresses me out? We already stained. I've all literally of the wood. called Cabot before and talked to a consultant and started sending this person pictures. And they really helped me though. I have to say. You might want to do that. Talk to a color consultant. We've already talked to a lot of people about this and we've tried a lot of different stains. And we chose a stain this morning and we said, guess what? That's the stain. You get what you get and you don't have a fit. But we stained it. all these boards and we're all excited. And then you see them in the natural light in your house and you see them in the evening in your house. And turns out it reads a lot darker than it does on the swatch sometimes, mm-hmm. depending on how the light hits. Oh, and we don't have time. Stain. You you move two degrees to the right, <laughs> the whole color of your board with stain on natural wood mm-hmm. totally changes. Move to the left six inches, totally changes. So it's going to be like a... Remember, like a, kind of a hologram. Remember those baseball oh, cards yeah. you could like turn, and it's like, oh wait, there now he's swinging the bat. Yeah, good luck with all that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bye. Hey, do you know how to put in a faucet? <laughs> I do not. I would be, although I have applied a plumber in my house yesterday. Should have told me. Damn it. I already got you tax help, by the way. All right, You're in with you. my tax guy. I am. You're in. All right, great. Thanks, yeah. Steve. Yeah. All right, on that note, um, I watched the first episode of a show that's kind of buzzy right now. And I want to tell you what I thought of it. Okay? In a hint, uh-huh. just because I like stupid teases. All right. The hint is, in real life, Donna doesn't like this thing. <laughs> the title, just the title. Okay, it's not what it means. But, all right, we'll get into that when we return. To- but Steve, for my buddies over at the Canopy Group, you know, Donna and I were just talking about home projects that we have to do. It's just one of those tedious things, but guess what? It's got to be done. You want to do it the right way. Same with your homeowner's insurance. Same with your auto insurance. Nobody really wants to sit down and worry about this stuff. But look, if you take one day of just like going to a website that I tell you to go to, clicking a button that I tell you to click, the process will move on on its own and you will stand to save a whole lot of money, like north of $800. That's the average savings that people see when they change their uh, homeowners and auto insurance over to the Canopy Group. How do they save? It's simple. They go to thecanopygroup.com and then their team of 40 specialists work on your behalf. They have 16 different insurance companies that they have partnered with over the years. Some of these are big name ones, some of the big box ones that you very much know, others you've never heard of before. But guess what? They have this whole group in different companies. They really specialize in different things. So they'll figure out what your insurance needs are and then find you the best match. Those 16 insurance providers, they're going to fight it out for your business. That's how you save big. Thecanopygroup.com. It's thecanopygroup.com. Steve here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Holly Roberts with us as well. As well. As well. As well. As well. Oh, man. All right. I have a question for the group. Okay. Anybody watching Beef? No, but I keep hearing people talk about it. I'm watching it. Yeah. Yes. I'm about six episodes in. Oh, wow. Okay, so they've all been released, I take it, right? Yeah. Okay, I watched the first episode. I thought, what the heck? Listeners have been, you know, recommending it, and I haven't gotten to it. So I checked out the first episode. Me likey. Really? Yes. It's really unique. I like how they mix a little bit of comedy with the drama. I like the tension. I like the premise. I think the writing is on point. It's it's going to be good. Like, I was left like, oh, what's going to happen now? Oh, Donna, it, that feeling will only escalate as we really? move through the episodes of Beef. Seriously. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so... Now, give us the... Um, 
the the premise again. This has to do with some kind of a road rage incident. That's the jumping off point. Yeah, yeah. Is that the beef? Is that is that what they mean by beef? Like sure, you got beef? sure. I don't think we're giving much away there. Um, yes. Yeah, so it's basically um, there is an episode, uh, a conflict, but okay. you know you have to take into consideration these people's lives prior to this incident. Like there's a lot of stress. Yeah. And whatnot. Well, I don't think it's giving anything away that these two folks have a road rage incident. Right. And that is the inciting incident for the entire series. Mm-hmm. It's so much more complex than that. But these are two people who are going through some stuff in their lives. Yep. And then it manifests in this road rage. Yes. And then they have to face the consequences of that. Yes. So it's just that that was the tipping off point, you know, where they were just like, ah. Um, but it's it's very unique. It's very interesting. Uh, the two characters, you get to know both of them and what they're dealing with. So you kind of you kind of feel for both of them hmm. in a way. Oh, you feel for both of them. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like I'm rooting for anybody, you know, at this point. I watched Not a good one guy episode. and a bad guy, so to speak. Not a traditional hero and villain. Come no. Back. Yeah. That's that's what I like about it is. You know, they're kind of playing with your emotions a little bit like, wait, am I supposed to be rooting for this person or that person? Mm-hmm. But anyway, very good. It's on Netflix. It's called Beef. Thank you. Donna, not a big fan of beef in real life. That is the <laughs> that is the promise that we uh, made to you in the tease. I am a fan. I just don't eat it. Thank you. Thank you, Donna, for All sharing right. it again. Um, I'm looking at these pictures of Bill, uh, excuse me, of um, Billy, Gardell. Billy Gardell. Wow, huh? Really crazy. I, I guess I had seen pictures of him, I, I thought, on his road toward losing weight. He is the Mike and Molly star. He's now down a buck 50. And that is he, incredible. It is incredible. Um, and he says his diabetes is gone. That, how about that? Ain't that something? Wow. Um, it's really remarkable, though, the pictures... It's just you. Insane. I would never know who that was on. <clears throat> excuse me, on the red carpet. If I were covering the red carpet and that guy walked, but I'd be like, I have no idea. I hope. Yeah. Somebody say it in my earpiece. Yeah. Yes. That- I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. On Goodman's cousin. Right. <laughs> and John Goodman also lost a lot of weight. Yeah, we've seen them both. Those, that's mm-hmm. a very... Similar depiction. John Goodman went from kind of that Billy Gardell size when he was in his heyday on Roseanne, and uh, and now he's down all this weight. Yeah, I mean he his resting heartbeat as far as Billy Gardell goes went from one thirteen to sixty eight. Um, he said, you know, I eat like all the people I used to make fun of. To be honest, he said I've got my fill, uh, and now I'm at the place where I can have a couple of bites of something decadent if I want, you know, mm. like without overdoing it. Right. Uh, he did undergo a gastric bypass operation two years ago, and he said the only thing I would say is 
understand that the operation is not the end. It's the beginning. Um, He said he had backed out of the procedure twice before. He said, you have to commit on the other side of that operation. Because you can reverse that. Oh. it's not, You can't just like start plowing pizzas and think that, hey, but I got my stomach stapled or I did the gastric bypass. I'm good. You can expand that sucker. You can pop some staples out. I, I know that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Really? I haven't had it, but I know okay. people who have seen weight rebound in a way that they, they didn't want to. He said, look, I've, I've got a child. Mm-hmm. And as you hit 50, you start to do math. Like, if I can live 25 more years, then he'll be 40. So I want to be here for him. Yeah, it's a good motivator. You have to have a you have to have a good why. The why has to be more than looking different in your clothes. Well, he also said that um, um, he want he wants his kid to see that it doesn't matter what age you are if you're willing to do the work and do it one day at a time. You can change anything. Yeah. I like that message. That's really nice. So anyway, congratulations to him. That is very exciting. And now, a brief bit of relationship news. Okay. I don't know relationship things, but the headline that you oh. have in here, Donna, is that Bill Hader and Ali Wong are oh. officially back together. Yes. Yay. And the yes. reason I brought that up is because Ali Wong is in beef. She's in beef? She's in beef. She's the star of beef. She How is the wonderful. star of beef. Yes, so that's why I put that there. But I just think, oh, what a cute couple. Yeah, Bill Hader's back for the last season of Barry. Oh, that's right. Season four? That's a, yeah. That's a show I stopped watching, but I did enjoy it. Thought it was good. I thought it was unique. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. have like a hitman kind of mm-hmm. want to be a comedian or an actor. <laughs> you got very, it. Yeah, very. Uh, but, and I love Henry Winkler. But anyway, yeah. cute couple alert. That's the only reason I put that in there. Thank you. I'm going to go. I guess this was confirmed because he recently referenced her in a new interview with Collider as his girlfriend. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Old school. It's like high school. It's like junior high. He called me his girlfriend. That's how you confirm it. Facebook official. Yes. And then um, I believe his reps confirmed it as well. Hey, another health story when we come back. Ray Romano is lucky to be alive. We'll, we'll have... get into that at mm-hmm. 945. Oh, sorry. I did it again. Something. I did it again. Donna. All right. Sorry. Uh, the former CEO of Netflix <laughs> just bought something really big and really I'm so excited for spring and summer, knowing that cabin season at my place means no hard or rusty water. It means clean, clear, soft water, all thanks to Aquarius Home Services. They installed my non-electric Connecticut water treatment system. And now when I get out of the shower, I no longer look like I just got a spray tan. That's a rusty water joke. Instead, I have cleaner, softer skin. Aquarius does it all. In addition to water treatment, they do heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. Find them at AquariusHomeServices.com. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Hey, Steve. Hello. <gasps> How's it going? It's going well, thank you. Why? I was just wondering. You're in, the, you're in your little closet for another, what, few weeks before you yeah. relocate? Yeah, maybe two weeks. Okay. Two to four weeks, nice. maybe. Yeah, we're making a, an office upgrade, uh, studio upgrade, all that kind of stuff. You know, I've seen some people who are who shoot content at home. No, I have a radio element to consider, so it's different. But they shoot content at home, and they have a room that is like a studio. Like, they hang lights from their ceiling, studio kind of lights. And then they're like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go shoot something. And this is if you are a content creator who, let's say, 
always does fashion or or shows your cooking recipes, whatever it might be. My style of um, a lot of content is stupid and in my car, as opposed to like, hey, give me a studio setup for this. Like yesterday, Donna, thank you for following along. I had a terrible day shopping yesterday. Oh, poor you. I think I went to 10 stores and came out with zero things. Why? And it wasn't until last ditch. I was like, I need something. And then at the very end of the day, in the evening, after other things had interspersed the afternoon shopping extravaganza, then I was I found shirts at Kohl's that I was like, I guess this will work. But here's the problem. My my wardrobe is um is in trouble. I'm just in a position where not a ton of things that fit me well that I feel good in. Um I don't dress up like I used to on Twin Cities Live. Like I don't do the shirt and tie or shirt and jacket thing a lot. But you want some more upscale looking casual gear. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Just like like hybrid wardrobe. And so then this thing pops up where I'm going to go out and shoot something tomorrow in New York. And, you know, when you let you know this, when you go on Twin Cities Live, you'd give thought about the outfit. What am I going to wear? How am I going to feel What's going to look good on TV? Yeah. Yes. And so the same thing. It's like, okay, you want to put your best foot forward. And I don't have a lot. I've worn a lot of the stuff that I have already worn. Oh, gosh. Gotcha. So I wanted to get some something that looked kind of cool. And I mean, over 10. A lot of helpful associates. Thank you so much. Went to a myriad of different stores. I was at uh, uh, Ridgedale. I was at the shops at Knollwood. Um, and I was just hitting store after store after store. And just nothing was jumping off. And you know what I realized? Hmm. I think at least days like that, maybe I'd be different if I was really crushing it. But I think I can hate shopping. I was like sweating. I was damp. I think at the part end. of the problem is, and you do this during Christmas time, you wait until the last minute. Like if I knew I, w- I had a television appearance two weeks ago, I would have started looking. I didn't know. My bad. It got confirmed on Monday. Sorry. So then what do you do? You go and you shop on Monday. And it was just so I had so many people who have been hitting me up online saying like, oh, my gosh, here's you need to try. Try this person. Try this person. Go here in Shakopee. You need to try these people up in the North Loop. Oh, A lot of good suggestions. But in the meantime, I tried stuff on, thought I got three great pairs of jeans last night, got home, and they did not fit the way that I thought they did in the oh, store. Oh, no. So I'm going to be looking real ragtag. The problem is I've worn on, when I've done stuff on live before, I've worn Costco and I've worn Target. And no disrespect, I love those places. I just feel like maybe there's a little, I could diversify the wardrobe a little bit. And so now I have, guys, Kohl's. You know what you need? What? A stylist. Uh-huh. You need someone to pull a wardrobe for you. Yep. Here's a Here's a rack, rack of clothes. Yep. Send it to you. Try it on. Yeah. I had somebody, so I had multiple people like that who reached out, and thank you all for reaching out. A lot of people offered me assistance last night because I posted a video on Instagram saying I'm in trouble. Um, And there was somebody from uh, Stitch Fix. This isn't the only subscription box kind of thing, but I've always wondered, like, a subscription box thing, would that, could that be a good way to introduce me to some new styles and, and, and things like that? But it was a little bit of a uh, of a struggle, and then I don't know. I don't know what I'm wearing tomorrow. Oh, 
I'm I, sorry I mean, that you don't have Rent the Runway for dudes. Yeah. Because that is a great service. But I think Stitch Fix might be kind of you like have, that. We have to buy the stuff, though. So then I think that, you know, you, you get the pieces picked for you. You're and right. then you can buy the stuff you like and then send back the stuff you don't. But with Rent the Runway, you just rent it and then you send it back. You know, my wife my wife does that with Latote. Okay, I was going to say, I have a friend who does that. a monthly, pays monthly, mm-hmm. and then gets, I don't know, five outfits mm-hmm. a month. And then you decide if you want to keep one, buy one, or just send them all back. But then Here's you a, have them to wear <clears throat> I, for your I, um, appearance run my outfit by you girls just by explaining it to you. I'll just use my word pictures and see if I paint you a good picture for you to thumbs it up or thumbs it down. Okay. A white button-up shirt, short sleeve, mm-hmm. with like little brown dots on it. It's got like little brown. So it's not a flat white. Navy blue pants that are tapered, sort of athletic, and they kind of come up just a little high, just high so that if you're wearing no socks, like I would be, or no shows. Then I have a white sneaker, all white. What is I don't know who I forget the Cole Haan or something. A white sneaker, trendy kind of skinny fit navy blue slacks that show a little bit of ankle, and then a white shirt that fits nicely. What happened to the white shirt with the polka dots? It, there's a little brown dot. I have two different things. I have white with brown uh-huh. dots and just plain white. I can use either. Not really going to be super noticeable on TV. But white, navy, blue, white. But here's the problem. I need three outfits, guys. Because I have to do an in-studio thing with Kelly and Mark. Hey, guys, that outfit. Then, yeah, I'm going to go shoot a spring story. I, a different outfit for that. And then they said, hey, by the way, um, if we have time at the end of the day, we'll do some mother's day questions looking ahead to mother's day and so if you could bring a separate look for that so now you need three looks so don it would be like when you host twin cities live i say hey great thank you for saying yes we do need three separate looks for tuesday thank you for mansplaining that (laughs) (laughs) i actually understood the first time um (laughs) it's been a while since i've mansplained donna it's fun uh, you need something florally. Yeah, I was gonna say for the Mother's Day. Flowery. For the Mother's Day, you need. I mean, hit up some paisley prints, pink tie. Hit up no, n- no tie. tie, no tie, no tie. All right, Donna. Donna, why no. did you even? I don't have time for floral, guys. What? I'm pa- looking around. Uh, I don't have floral. Paisley. Get yourself like paisley. you know. Here's some brands: Scotch and Soda. Ben Sherman. I saw Scotch and Soda okay. yesterday yeah. at Nordstrom. That's right. Boy, Nordstrom, they're not afraid to charge you a little yeah. something for their garments. <laughs> no, they're it's living true. boldly in that And way. I went to Nordstrom Rack. Yeah. I went to the Banana Republic factory store. I went to the J. Crew factory store. You know where I've seen some pretty good success with clothes before? Hmm. Amazon Basics. Like Amazon Basics. It's called Good Threads, I think. They've had some shirts that have fit me well. Really? I don't know. Then I feel pressured. I feel bad. Once people start helping me, I feel this personal thing. Pressure. I felt like I had to break up with this one guy, and I was like, listen, thank you for what you brought over. That's a good idea. I don't know if it's right for me. And he's like, hey, man, you're not going to hurt my feelings. But, of course, I carried the emotional baggage as though I was. (laughs) (sighs) Stay tuned to see how that goes. All right. Good luck, Steve. Anything else? This goes back to scar tissue that I have. Oh, boy. That I wore an Old Navy sweater that I thought looked really cool and Mm. good and trendy. And then I showed up 
And somebody there said, like, oh, well, don't get dressed up on our account. They were just making a joke, but still I was like, oh, shoot, does this look way less dressy than I thought? And then they said, hey, do you have a winter coat? We're going to shoot something. Kelly and Ryan are going to wear winter coats. We're going to be in front of this snowy background. They have beautiful winter coats on, like New York movie winter coats. You know what I had? Guys, I had a Costco puffer. Yeah, and it probably (laughs) smelled because you haven't washed it in four months because you're actually out there in winter. And because I bought it next to meat. Kirkland's signature. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right, now I have another story. All right, by the way, will you please find out what's going on with your sweater? Yeah. What the (laughs) heck is going on with that? And and, and explain to everybody what we're talking about in case they don't know. I just sent her a text uh, last night. So... I had a sweater that shrunk. Kelly Ripa got slid into the comments and said, I can fix that sweater. I said, I'll call your bluff. Tell me where to send it. She sent me her address. I sent her the sweater. Two days later, she gets the sweater, and it's this Instagram story, uh, uh, like an unboxing. Her and Mark Consuelos in their bedroom. Hey, look what arrived. Here's Steve's sweater. Mark in the background. Why is Steve sending you sweaters? She tried and tried and tried again to unshrink this sweater using the laundry evangelist, Patrick, our buddy here from local Minnesota. Um, She tried using his techniques, but then she used it. Then she went to L.A. for the Oscars, and it shrunk again because she hadn't completed the process. She olive oiled it four more times. (laughs) She said, I have no quit in me. She's brought it up multiple times on the show. So I sent her a note yesterday, and I said, hey, uh, I'm coming to New York tomorrow. Let me know if you need me to swing by and pick up my sweater. To which she just said, OMG, when will you be here? And I gave her the details and said, I'm going to be in studio with you and Mark on Wednesday. Uh, that's going to air next week, by the way, everybody. But uh, she last thing she said this morning was, perfect. So I don't know. I told the producer, if you want to ask her about it, we could do a live unveiling. You know, I could put the sweater on backstage, come out in some sort of a trench coat, and then I could unveil how the sweater has unshrunk. Oh, it would be like an old episode of Sally. Just coming out. Oh, Sally. I was like, who's Sally? Sally, Sally Jesse, Jesse Raphael. Raphael. Yeah, like a geek to chic makeover. Here comes oh Steve. Turn in the corner. Well, good I luck with all that, Steve. Talk show makeovers are great. Oh, we need to bring those back. Truly. They were so fun. We're checking in throughout the hour. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Reed Hastings is the former <laughs> CEO of Netflix, and he stepped down as CEO. Uh, his last full year as CEO of Netflix, he made $35 million, and he's Damn. been their CEO for a while. So point being, I think he's doing well. Well, he's still on the board with Netflix, still gets like a $2.5 million stock option, whatever. But this is kind of cool. Three months after he stepped away from that daily grind, he just bought steak in a ski resort. It's kind of a cool mogul thing to do. Yeah. What would you do if you had all this money? Is there a business you would like to run? He thought, yeah, how about Utah's Powder Mountain? It's an 8,400-acre property. It's got 154 wow. ski trails. Big deal. And uh, and now he's he's going to help with new chairlifts and give some funding to the mountain. And this is going to be his new job. He'll still be doing Netflix things, kind of, sort of. But he also will be helping to financially back and in some way oversee a ski resort. And I thought, kudos to you. You got all this money. What would you love to do? He loves snowboarding. His wife loves snowboarding. Okay, so I was going to say, if he loves skiing or snowboarding, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I think it's a passion play as opposed to, you know, oh, this is a good venture capitalist opportunity. I'm sure it is. But I think this is follow the passion. I'm sure if they don't already, they'll have some beautiful 
mountain mansion where they can just go down to now their ski resort. Hmm. Made okay. me think, what would you run if you didn't if you didn't work in this business? Hobby farm. That's what you would run as the hobby farm. I think farm. so. Yeah. Because I wouldn't want to do like a rescue or something like that. There's a lot of stress involved in that. Yeah. I'd I'd like just the fun of being around animals on a daily basis. How about well, you guys? Maybe run an agency. That like a small like boutique agency. It is it is work. Um but yeah, that that could be hmm. fun. Maybe that's a bad idea. Do I have idea. to work? You no. Oh. I mean, yeah, but yeah, in this hypothetical, you do. Oh, that's why I'm doing the hobby farm. Oh, fine. <clears throat> I'm gonna oh. feed the animals. I'll birth babies. I'm moving to Italy. What are you gonna do there? To do what? Sell Work. crepes? No, nah, I'm gonna like yeah, I don't know, make cheese or ham or do something <laughs> like that. Vineyard. Well, I'm going to Italy too for my hobby farm. Okay, great. That's well, where that my happens. agency will be. <laughs> Located. Yeah, it's just going to be called Hospitaliano. You're going to steal all the buttons from the Olive Garden and put them on your clients. Oh, I like it. Wow. Well, we figured that out. Okay, um, great. All right, good. We'll take a break now. go home now. Uh, when we come back, why don't we talk about Ray Romano? All right, let's do that. Um, he had a health scare. Boy, my goodness. I mean, some saying he's lucky to be alive. Yeah. We'll tell you what happened with him. It's See Something, Say Something next. On my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Holly Roberts hanging with us for one more segment. Hi, girl. Thank you again, by the way, for yesterday. Mike had car trouble and Holly stayed extra long. So, I mean, nothing is worse than car trouble. Oh, and the, the, that feeling of helplessness. He yeah. was on a bridge. Yeah. Oh. That's a bad place. You want to break down. You want your battery to die right in front of your house. <laughs> yeah, you want right. to avoid bridge breakdowns if at all possible. Exactly. Um, so thank you again. In the meantime, this. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Ray Romano is lucky to still be here. He recently revealed that he had to have a stent put in because uh, into, you know, his heart, his arteries because of a 90 percent blockage in the main artery yikes he said um i know in my head i don't feel that old in my body i'm getting a couple of notices that i am that old it's the worst it's happening Mm. to me too i get it donna he said his doctor started telling him 20 years ago that he should go on medication for his cholesterol but he says he always tried to manage it himself by eating properly of course, he would always go back to his old habits. He knows better now. He said, I started on the meds. My cholesterol dropped right away. And if I could go back 20 years, I would have gone on the meds. Oof. That's scary. Do you, scary. Do you have anything that's making you, like, indicating to you, like, hey, you're not a spring chicken anymore? Well, you know, I sort of have just, like, uh, have had shoulder issues over the last few years that... Uh, is more of like a managing the pain kind of a thing, you know? I've gotten some uh, cortisone injections and stuff like that, which help for mobility. But then you think, huh, I don't have to do too much to re 
to aggravate this. Like you have to learn to sort of, okay, maybe my shoulder is a little funky or my back hurts a lot. You (laughs) You and I both have that same thing. And the pain for me relocates. Not that it relocates, but it goes away in certain spots and then it just stays in another. And I'm like, this morning I went to put deodorant on. I cannot lift my arm over my head, even with cortisone and with exercises and all that. That's That was a big wake-up call for me. I'm like, wow, one day I was normal. The next day I have no use of or limited use of a shoulder, an arm. Years ago, yeah, I could hardly, just like that, get coffee out of the microwave. And I was like, oh, my gosh, oh, that hurts so bad. And then I was able to get it all fixed. Um, and now I have, and then I recently had a shoulder issue, went to TRIA, got a cortisone shot, and I was like, okay, good. Now I'm moving again. But if I go and do something, I can, like, do something in the gym where then the next day I notice my shoulder, and then I'm like, okay, I need to just dial mm-hmm. that back or maybe – I said, but then again, Donna, you know what I have so far refused to do is get an MRI on the shoulder because I'm like, if I can avoid that, let's mm. just do something different. But yeah, your body starts to do things, you and know, that's why you need good start helpers. To hurt your, yeah, right. That's my why bunion. Gets, oh my gosh. Yes. What is up with that? You need to have surgery on that. I don't want to have surgery on that because then I'll be on the shelf for so long. You'll just it's be on one of those recovery. little scooty things, those little scooter. Yeah, you'll just go around and have little scooty races. Yeah, you know where you put your knee on the scooter. Yeah, yeah. Your kids will love that. Yeah, It'll be great. Yeah, it you know, it would be even better uh-huh. if you had a cat. Yeah, just put oh, the cat yeah. on there. Oh yeah, go, go for rides. <laughs> so wait, get a cat. Uh huh. Then get the MRI. Or no, MRI. I don't need for this one. They know it's a bunion. I don't need to get an MRI. Any person with even poor, poor vision, thick cataracts. Onset glaucoma would be able to tell just by looking at the general shape of my feet that there are there's a massive bunion. It's getting worse. My big toe is starting to it wants to cross over my other toe. Okay, that's Steve. Yeah, yeah. Time mm. time for uh, bunion fun. Either that, or you could fill in for uh, the lead singer of Aerosmith if you wanted. Oh, yep, Steven. And we both I mean, have the name Steven. Ever think yeah. about that? Yeah, look yeah. at that. Anyway, yeah, getting old. Holly, you're not there yet. No, I wear compression socks sometimes. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What Circu- does that do for you? Cir- it's circulation. It helps. Cir- it helps circulation in your legs, because other, you know, it's sometimes if you're sitting for a long time, yes, your feet get puffy. Yes, that's poor circulation. Okay. Yeah. Put on a tight compression sock. I mm. think I have that. Mm. <laughs> you think you have it? Yes. Well, you know, sometimes like after a day of walking or working out. Yeah. I could feel inflammation in my legs. Right. Like stiffness when I walk, and I'm like, that's inflammation. And compression socks are to support good circulation in your legs. Just feels like spanks. Kind of. Me. Yeah. Calf spanks. So is that supposed to be good for you? Yes. It's, it's funny that they yeah. say it increases circulation because it feels like they're so tight they would cut off circulation. That's what I'm thinking. Compression socks, man. It's the way. Compression sock talk. Man. <laughs> By the way, um, somebody else just recommended as we talk about things and getting older and maybe not knowing your style, your wardrobe style as you get older. Somebody else recommended Stitch Fix. They ask you a lot of personal questions on Stitch Fix. Hmm. Oh, go to Von Mar. Somebody suggested that. What? I've been to Von Mar. Yesterday? Not yesterday. All the time, though. Oh, okay. It's Oh, so you haven't seen, found anything there. 
you know, I don't know. It's a weird wardrobe time of my life. General clothes, general day-to-day, T-shirt, jeans, I feel good. I have like a simple style there. But it's the, uh, it's the, you know, when you're just trying to upscale it just a little bit, but you're not necessarily like just going out on a golf course, you know? I hear you, Steve. The struggle's real. Of course it is. Hmm. Other people want to know how do Kelly and Mark not have clothes for you? That's ridiculous. It's awfully cheap. What do they think that? They're just going to, do you think talk shows supply a wardrobe (laughs) for all four of their guests every day? Yeah, no, it's not really how it works. 20 20 wardrobe orderings that they do? Right, for every guest? Yeah, what are they going to go, listen. Oh, that would be fun, though. It would be, of course it would be fun. I had that at Ring Nation when I went out and shot. They just had a, they wheeled in this whole wardrobe thing right into my hotel room the night before we started shooting, by the way. That's nice. Um, And they said, all right, let's try some stuff on. And then I had a stylist there who was like, that actually looks good on you, even though I was saying, "Mm, me no likey. But now I I got to bring home some of those outfits. That's because you were one of the stars of the show. That is correct, yes. And we there was a whole order for that. Very different from, what do you think, Twin Cities Live is just saying, hey, and don't forget to arrive an hour early so that we can fit you for your special wardrobe. <laughs> right, right. That's what makes it so stressful, and that's what gets your blood flowing and makes you feel alive when you're on television is you are responsible for your outfit. Right. I don't know. All right. It's very stressful. All right. Well, good luck to you, my friend. I hope you mean it. I do. Um, hey, by the way, this, this sort of update this morning, Jonathan Majors uh, from Creed 3 and from some Marvel movies, remember he had some domestic violence charges that popped up in March? Yeah. No, we didn't really hear anything. His his legal team said there is a bunch of evidence that's going to show this is not what you think it is and he is going to be A-OK. Maybe, but he's been dropped by his uh, manager, Entertainment 360, and I guess his PR team parted ways with him a couple of weeks ago. So I'm not sure, you know, he completely denies assaulting the woman um, and says that they, they, they've, they like, released a series of text messages that were allegedly exchanged between majors and this 30-year-old woman to further contextualize the situation. Mm. But there are some things that, you know, when the management company and you part ways in the midst of that, it seems a little strange. That's all. Okay. So that's all we know. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. Bye, Holly. Bye. See you later, Holly. TTFN. Talk to Phil further. Tata for now. Tata. Okay, we're supposed to go Tata. We have to go. Music news and the dirt alert next.